Hi, this is Dr. Karen Becker, and today we're going to discuss feline idiopathic chronic cystitis. That's a big, long name for cat. Idiopathic means medical doctors don't have a reason for why it occurs. We don't have an underlying one root cause for why the condition happens. Chronic means that it's there all the time or consistently there. And cystitis is inflammation of the bladder without the presence of infection. This particular condition is really common in cats and it goes by a variety of other names. Feline lower urinary tract disease is one. FUS, feline urologic syndrome is another. Painful bladder syndrome is another, and then feline interstitial cystitis is another. So it's all, all of those terms are um, collectively lumped together for cats that have some key symptoms in common. First of all, cats tend to strain, which means they're in and out of the box, they're trying to pee, they, they may be able to avoid some urine, but they're not peeing a uh, full amount in the, urinary, uh, in, in the litter box. Their urinary tracts are inflamed and irritated, so there can be blood present in the urine. The blood can be microscopic, which means you don't see it, but it's there, or macroscopic, which means you're seeing blood in the litter box. Cats typically are pretty painful, so they can cry when they're trying to pass urine. And um, it's a condition that can be uh, really aggravating and, of course, intensely painful for cats. Keep in mind that all of those symptoms are also similar symptoms of urinary tract infection, as well as crystals or bladder stones. So it's really important that if your cat's exhibiting symptoms that you believe could be feline neurologic syndrome or feline lower urinary tract disease or painful bladder, that you help with the healthy veterinarian, you discern if it's infection versus uh, just inflammation. Because if it's infection, it's treated entire, entirely differently than feline bladder inflammation. Traditional veterinary medicine has some key goals that are really good for helping cats with chronic inflammation of the bladder. The first goal is to increase cats' water intake, and so uh, we do that by offering fountains, water fountains. A lot of cats don't like to drink out of a stagnant water dish, so some people will turn the faucet on drip, and the cats will want to drink water. Water fountains or bubblers are a really good idea because cats are attracted to moving or flowing water, so recirculating water wells is a great idea for cats to help encourage more drinking. Uh, traditional veterinary medicine also recommends providing canned food. We know that canned food, of course, has a, a much greater moisture content compared to dry food. Canned foods contain between 70 and 80 percent water, and dry foods are down even as low as 10 percent water. By feeding cats chronically dehydrated foods, cats can become chronically dehydrated. And not only does that stress the kidneys, it produces a really concentrated potentially irritating urine pH and um, in mineral concentration in the bladder. So uh, helping kitties to drink more and urinate more is one of the key traditional goals in veterinary medicine. There are also some holistic goals that are equally as important to consider. In addition to increasing water, increasing urination, and feeding canned foods to help promote some of those healthy bodily functions, holistic veterinarians also recommend that you consider reducing inflammation in the body. Now keep in mind that inflammation is produced from a whole host of different reasons. Absolutely, holistic veterinarians focus on diet. And we know as holistic vets that there are foods that are pro-inflammatory and foods that are anti-inflammatory. Pro-inflammatory foods are foods that create or incite an inflammatory response in the body. And for cats, that's primarily, that, that primarily happens when cats are fed inappropriate foods, such as a high-carbohydrate-based diet. 
Carbohydrates promote the inflammatory cascade in cats, which means they create inflammatory byproducts that can cause a lot of inflammation in the bladder. So holistic veterinarians focus on natural means of controlling inflammation. Now, there are things, there are oral medications, anti-inflammatories, herbs that can help reduce inflammation, but absolutely diet and feeding an anti-inflammatory diet is really important. So in addition to canned food, holistic veterinarians recommend that you eliminate the carbohydrates particularly the corn, wheat, rice, millet, the unnecessary high grain-based diets from your cat's meal plan to be able to help naturally reduce inflammation. The second thing that holistic veterinarians help owners focus on is identifying any potential sources of food allergies. Now, in my practice, uh, we see a lot of idiopathic bladder inflammation, and I would say in 50% of those cases, we see improvement just by eliminating potentially allergenic foods in a cat's diet. So for cats, that means seafood and poultry need to go. At least the cat needs a break from months to years of eating chicken, seafood, chicken, seafood, chicken, seafood. Now cats are chicken and seafood addicts and it can actually be really difficult getting them onto a different protein source. In my practice, cats that come in with bladder, with chronic bladder inflammation, the first step is to get them off of dry food and onto canned food. Then I get them onto a novel protein canned food. I use rabbit in my practice a lot. So we give the body a break, a minimum of a three-month break. And like, as I mentioned, up to 50% of cats can have a reduction in the amount of inflammation in their bladder just by giving their body a break from foods that could be potentially inflammatory or allergenic. The third thing that holistic veterinarians do is identify potential stressors. Now, I can't underestimate the role of stress when it comes to inflammation in a cat's body. Now, we know that our bodies break and cats' bodies break at the weakest link, and for cats, it tends to be urinary bladder. We know that stress can affect the body in all different ways, but stress will affect the weakest part of the body. So for cats, uh, stress can occur in three different ways. There's environmental stress that can include anything from a change in homes, change in furniture, addition of a new cat, the birth of a baby that's coming into a home, uh, a family that is um, being fractured, so divorces or um, someone moving in or someone moving out. All of those things can create subtle stressors. Many, many cats internalize their stress, so you don't see outward signs of stress, but there can be tremendous amount of internal stress that can actually exacerbate exacerbate inflammation. So for cats that are dealing with, let's say, cat-to-cat -cat aggression, let's say you bring home a new kitty from the, from the rescue organization, and your cats are, they're maybe not overtly fighting, but they're, you can tell from their behavior and their posture that they're having um, some intersocial um, negative interactions. That's a stressor, and that's actually enough to bring on an episode of potential unregulated inflammation in your cat's body. So depending on what environmental stressor occurs, we recommend things like feel away spray, which is the calming pheromone spray for cats. There's some great homeopathics to help decrease stress. My favorite um, high stress, uh, anti-high-stress uh, anti homeopathic is aconitum. And then there, there are the Bach flower remedies, which I like a lot for helping to balance emotional disturbances in cats. So environmental stressors should be evaluated when you're thinking about potential causes for chronic bladder inflammation. The second type of stress is immunologic stress. Immunologic stress primarily comes about in cats from unnecessary vaccinations. And we know that cats, especially indoor house cats, their exposure to infectious diseases is slim to none. So unnecessary vaccine can put a tremendous amount of immunologic stress on your cat unnecessarily. 
The third type of stress that can occur in cats is uh, nutritional stress. And so removing poor quality grain-based rendered foods that contain additives, preservatives, unnecessary levels of fats, salts, and sugars is a really good way to also help reduce, that is a form of environmental stress, but particularly reducing nutritional stress on your cat's body. By reducing nutritional stress, you are improving their overall level of nutrition by feeding um, a species appropriate grain-free diet. Uh, for best would be raw food and the second best would be canned food. Now there are some natural things you can do to help reduce the amount of inflammation in your cat's bladder. We know through research that adding glucosamine actually helps reduce soft tissue inflammation. So glucosamine in a cat's food is a really good addition. I prefer glucosamine sulfate. A lot of cats won't take glucosamine so we end up using uh, Adequan. Adequan is polysulfated glycosaminoglycans, which is a big fancy word for injectable glucosamine. And many cats do well on injectable glucosamine given on a, a monthly basis to help control chronic cystitis. There's some homeopathics that are excellent for recurrent bladder inflammation. I use cantharis in my practice as well as aconitum actually during those stressful bouts when cats are having a lot of anxiety pertaining to inflammation in their bladder. There are some terrific herbs that can be used to help moderate the inflammatory response in the bladder. Berberis, hydrangea, and then eupatorium are three herbs that are excellent to decrease bladder inflammation. Acupuncture has been proven to do a great job of managing cystitis. And last but not least, there are some natural anti-inflammatories you can consider adding to your cat's diet. In my practice, we use the spiragreen, the super green food, to naturally decrease the amount of inflammation that's present in your cat's bladder. Hopefully, you'll be able to identify one or all of these natural remedies that will help reduce the amount of inflammation in your cat's bladder, in addition to addressing lifestyle, nutritional, immune-based stressors that could exacerbate the underlying amount of inflammation that your cat has happening inside his or her bladder.